for the warm welcome and uh, always inspirational to hear Lawrence talk about his journey and um, I think what we've got that's really unique this morning is you've got two entrepreneurs who've succeeded in hardware engineering. Now when you first read The Lean Startup, to me it's a book that's fundamentally written about software innovation. How do you use lean methodology in the world of software? But what we're going to talk about a little bit today is actually there's ways you can apply it to hardware but it's actually quite difficult. So I'm going to try and share something that I've learned over eight years of building my business. So just a little bit about what we do, just to get a little bit in the introduction, but um, I'm what I call a mission-driven entrepreneur, so I say fundamentally what I believe is that travel shouldn't damage the earth, and my companies have to, do, have to fit that vision. So we're building a network of charging points because we think if we get that right, we can enable a mass adoption of electric vehicles. And we're reasonably far along that. So uh, I think the latest stats are just over 40,000 of our charge points have been shipped into Europe. Um, we're about a 100 million valuation business, team of 100 of us, been going for eight years. So beginning to get a bit of traction in the market. This is the kind of thing you might have seen as you go around London. So um, black things with blue LEDs down the side of it. That's the sort of thing we're talking about publicly. And these sort of things in people's homes. So wherever you park an electric vehicle for an hour or more, that's where we install our charging points. But this isn't specifically about what we do. It's more about the learnings that I've got from eight years of running a hardware innovation business. And I think the top things that you see on here is fundamentally what we should say is in the modern world of hardware, it's very unusual that you've got hardware and software separately. As a product these days, the customer doesn't expect any difference between the hardware and the software. They have to be completely integrated. But what we need as an engineering function is you've got two completely different methodologies. Hardware, inevitably, is fundamentally a waterfall te technique. You've got to specify something. You've then got to develop it for a long period of time. And then finally, you've got to validate it to make sure loosely it does what you want. And that's a long period. Versus software, where you clearly from you know, guessing the people in the rooms fully understand the concept of making MVPs and constantly iterating. The cost of change in software is really, really low. So it allows you to move really quickly. So let, let's, you know, again, using my product as an example. So you say, OK, fine, let's try and apply lean to this hardware product. So what, what's an MVP uh, requirement of an uh, electric vehicle charging point? And of course, you say, well, actually, it's got to do quite a bit of things, really. It's got to charge the electric vehicle. If it's public, you've got to figure out who's using it. You've got to make sure it's safe. You've got to make sure your presentation works. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you need to do when it comes to the, uh, the hardware side of engineering. And as the, you, you haven't got it on there, but you've probably all seen this sketch of what a good MVP is. If you're trying to make an MVP car, you don't just start with the wheels. You start with a skateboard, then you do a bike, then you do a motorbike. You know, you make something that the very first one fundamentally has use. But with something like a charging point, the difficulty is that actually the first one has to do quite a lot of stuff. So straight away, you've got quite a difficult problem. And then I sort of expand this in and say, OK, fine, let's think about this in a bit more detail. So when we're again thinking about the hardware side, we haven't just got uh, hardware. Actually, we've got mechanical elements. We've got electronics elements. We've got electrical elements. All of these fundamentally in a waterfall. And in parallel, you've got the iteration cycle of software. But the real pig of this thing is, look, when it starts working, right at the very end of that process. So you've got to invest all that time and effort in the development process before it gets anywhere near working. And what do you find out? Well. That bit's really hard. Um, unfortunately, so is that bit's really hard as well. This bit's quite hard. Mm, the software bit's not that easy either, really. 
And obviously, when you add all those bits together, what you've got is an outrageously hard problem to solve. And I think it's why you see there's a relatively small amount of startup companies that really manage to get hardware to market. When you see Kickstarter campaigns saying, you know, we're going to take on some of the biggest companies in the world making effective hardware, the percentage of people that manage to make that fly are quite small because it's a real pig. In truth, you can do it. So here we are. This is what you can do in nine months of pretty rapid innovation. So that was my original sketch pad in my book on the, uh, the right-hand side of that. And within nine months, we'd actually managed to make a product and sell one to Tesco. So I'm taking you back to 2009, so a few hit years ago. So you know, this part of the presentation, I suppose, is to say, having told you this is a bit of a pig and it's quite difficult, don't be too scared. You can actually do it. The real challenge here is, though, that the lean startup methodology is about get something out there, get it in the hands of the customer, get the feedback, and then from the feedback you get from the customer, iterate quickly. But hardware is really hard to iterate. So the first thing you get is you've got this really complex project, mechanical, electrical, electronic, everything has to be coming together for your V1. And it's really hard. And not only is it really hard, but you know, assuming you're doing something quite innovative, there probably isn't a manual you can read that says this is what a charging point needs to do, this is how it ought to work, this is the customer experience. You don't actually know what you're doing for your first version. Um, so the truth of the matter is your V1 of any hardware product probably is quite rubbish. And you just have to get over that. The job of the first one of your hardware product is not to be the end of your vision. The job of your first hardware product is what's the simplest thing I can get out there, which is the first stepping stone. Because what you're desperate to get is into this innovation cycle where you can actually get people using your product and get some feedback from it. Once you've got the, um, the first product out there, then you've really got into this cycle. And this is my piece about don't worry about the fact that version one of your product isn't that great. You know, Lawrence talked about the fact he's now onto his third generation of his tiles. You know, PodPoint's probably on, I don't know, version seven of charging points over, over eight and a bit years. Um, but what you find now is once you've got version one, your life has suddenly got easier because version two isn't a complete re-engineering of the mechanical side, the electrical side, the electronic side. Actually, version two, you can just iterate one section of it at a time. So you can go from having, I've got all these different pieces of complexity to actually I can start bringing this down. But I would be, oh, here we are, I'm back again. I will show you. So then also what you get is that you get, um, so you sort of get more confident in your business. You realize, okay, based on what I've got now, there's different elements I can work here. I've got different products based around the same fundamental technology. And what we've learned very quickly is there's absolutely a great way not to do this, which is precisely what we did. So, you know, first of all, you develop your first product. You get it out there. As we said about version one of your product is, is not very good. Then having learned almost nothing about that product, you immediately start on another set of products. So then you've got a really long process, again, developing completely separate things. So a new mechanical, new electronic, a new um, electrical hardware. And simultaneously trying to develop all the different elements of that. So you end up with got no commonality between your hardware platforms. So not only have you got version one of one product, you've now got version one of two products, neither of which are particularly good. It's not a great place to be. So I guess my, my promise here from coming to talk to you is, you know, there is a few bits I've learned from this. And it's really when you're thinking about your first product, even if you're not thinking about the range of products, it's quite likely that you will extend into other products. So before you get started on what you're doing, start thinking about the core technology themes that you've got. Start thinking of it as a modular effect. What are the different elements that I can do? So instead of thinking about my first product as a twin charge public charge point, as we did, Think about, actually, I've got three elements in there. I've got an electronic element, I've got an electrical element, I've got a mechanical element. And think of those as separate things that you can individually develop. 
And then once you've got this core technology sort of thinking, actually, you can move that into different products. And the products can be visually and to the consumer completely different, but actually be built up of a whole bunch of similar components. And it means you can actually launch faster then, because you know one of the key parts of Lean is iterate quickly. So if you've got this kind of development process where you've got the um, themes, the core technologies running through what you're doing, actually you can iterate two products much more quickly, because you're only actually having to wait one change, but it's automatically affecting two products. The other thing to remember is software is your friend in this. So having told you that hardware is hard and software is hard, that is true, but software is a little bit easier, trust me. And the reason that software is really easy is it's fundamentally quick, cheap, and easy to fix. When you do an upgrade to your app and it doesn't really work on half the people's phones and all the normal things that you're going to find when you start launching products, do you know what? It really doesn't cost you much to put that right. You just push out an update. Hardware, if you get that wrong, is slow, expensive, and hard to fix. So it seems obvious, but you don't think about it initially. If you're doing early stage business, the number one rule when it comes to hardware is make the simplest piece of hardware you can possibly imagine and do all the smart stuff in software. Iterating the hardware is a pig. Doing it all in software means you can rapidly fix all of that. So it's all about what's the simplest thing I can do. So what's the summary of spending sort of 15 minutes running you guys through this? The first one is if you are thinking about doing an integrated hardware and software startup, Think twice about that, it's really, really difficult. Um, there's a couple, of, a couple of entrepreneurs here that can show you that it is possible, but it's certainly not the easiest thing to do first off. Make your version one of your products absolutely as simple as it can be. It, it's not going to be great, just get over that. It's not going to be the culmination of your vision. It really is just the first step. What is the minimum I can do to get that piece of hardware that does the minimum of the smallest step towards what my vision is? I'd really use that modular approach to it, what we're talking about, about don't think of products, think about all the different elements which make that product and separate them out as separate development streams. And make it modular, do all the really difficult stuff in, in software. And probably the thing that I learned most painfully to myself is make sure that if you have got hardware that's got complexity in it, make it remotely updatable, because the second you ship it, you've lost control of hardware. Whereas in a software world, you ship your software, you've still got remote access to it as a general rule. There's still a way to update it. With a piece of hardware, it leaves the factory. You never see it again. Um, make an awful lot of expensive mistakes. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in um, you should bootstrap your businesses. You should do everything you can to get as far as your business without raising any significant money from it. But hardware is really difficult like that. It does fundamentally cost significant amounts of money just to do hardware right. Unfortunately, it's normally about iteration 10 when you end up doing hardware right. So you've pretty much got to throw in the bin entire sections of your uh, development pipeline where you realize you've got it wrong. Once you've made all your expensive mistakes, just keep iterating. So you know the, the start, lean startup process of just keep going again and again and again is absolutely valid. But remember that each of those iterations in hardware is more and more difficult. So that's why you've got to really push as much of it can in software. And I guess the final bit is the sort of rallying call of having told you that hardware and software startups are really, really difficult. You know, I stand before you as an example of it can be done. You're going to lose a bit of sleep over it. You're going to be doing the 80-hour weeks, but it is a fantastic experience if you can get it right. And you end up in a very rarefied um, set of people who've actually managed to get complex hardware startups to work. So go for it. It's tough, but it's great fun. Thanks for listening. <laughs>